Turn with me in your Bibles to Psalm 115. Psalm 115. I want to give glory to the Lord God of heaven this morning. For he is much greater than any imagination of man. Much greater than any God that any man could create with his own hands. In Psalm 115, I want to consider how the our God is above all other gods. Yes. How the idols that the wicked have made have no ability or even potential to do anything that our God does and can do. Yes. Our God has worked miracles and done great and mighty works in the past, the present, and will do more in the future. Amen. Psalm 115. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory. Amen. For thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Amen. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where now is their God? But our God is in the heavens. Amen. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. Amen. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not, neither speak they through their throat. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusteth in them. O Israel, trust thou in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Amen. This psalm starts by beseeching the Lord to make his name glorious again among the people, for the unbelievers are mocking the God of heaven. Yes. It goes on to describe the inability of their idols to speak, see, hear, smell, use their hands, walk, or utter things with their voice. Then we see the promise of blessing to all those that put their trust in the Lord that fear the only true God, Jehovah. Finally, we see that the Lord is mindful of us and that the earth is ours and that while we are here on this earth, we will bless the Lord God that made us if we are not like those that go down into silence. Starting with verse 1, a true Christian will be grieved when God is mocked and held in derision. In the Old Testament, the Lord did great wonders for his people. Deliverance from Egypt being brought to a land flowing with milk and honey, being delivered from innumerable enemies time after time, considered just the parting of the Red Sea. Great and wondrous works, miracles. When God has not done a mighty act on the behalf of his children in a long time, should they not desire him to vindicate himself and show himself to be still the true and only God working on the behalf of his children, showing himself to be the only true God? A true Christian, according to verse 2, knows his own unworthiness. Therefore, he will appeal to God's nature and God's honor. Why should the heathen mock us that God has left us? In Joshua 7, verse 9, 
It says, For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall, shall hear of it, and shall environ us around, and cut off our name from the earth. And what wilt, what wilt thou do unto thy great name? Yes. Here we find an example of reasoning with the Lord, yes. using his honor and his glorious name as the reason for the Lord to act. Not unto us is repeated twice, perhaps because the writer wishes the Lord to know that he sought no vainglory of his own, but only for the Lord God Jehovah. A true Christian will remember that the Lord will be illustrious in glory when he lets the enemy store up a great number of blasphemies and taunts. His ways are not like our ways, and he will have the perfect revenge on those that set to naught his name, the name of our God. In verse 3, but our God is in the heavens, just as he should be. The earth's idols are made from the earth, and they are on earth. Our God is in the heavens, because he made the heavens. Our God is is an eternal being, mighty in power and in majesty. He is all-wise, all-knowing, the creator, the sustainer of life, the very maker of those vain persons that hold him in derision. Knowing that this God is our God, we are content knowing that he doesn't show himself mighty at the beck and call of every pagan who blasphemes God's name and challenges him. Jesus Christ himself did not come off the cross when he was challenged, even though he could have called many thousands of angels to help him. But he will have perfect justice on the scorners soon enough. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. Our God has had his perfect will and way with all the inhabitants of the earth. They are blind to the fact that they are mere pawns on the chessboard and they do his bidding without even realizing it. Think about Pharaoh. He scorned and mocked God and would not let the people go even though the Lord had ravaged his nation. Think about Pharaoh again. He and his whole army followed the children of Israel into the Red Sea even though he knew that only the Lord God Jehovah could have parted the waters. And knowing that the Lord God had jo- Jehovah had just destroyed his nation. Why? Because the Lord had hardened his heart. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. In verse 4, their idols are silver and gold. It is a fool who would attempt to create a god with a piece of wood. And it is a very blinded dumb fool who would waste silver and gold, precious substance, in such an attempt at making a god. The work of men's hands is insane and utterly ridiculous to think that you could even make a god because the maker is always greater, greater than that which he has created. Yes. What folly to fall down and worship something that is so much less than yourself. Yes. In terms of worship, you would be better off creating something that could worship you, not the other way around. Yes. As we move into verses 5 through 7, we're going to consider Elijah first, who mocked the prophets of Baal, just as the writer does here. This passage portrays the same sort of mocking as Elijah did in verse Kings 18:27, And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey. Peradventure he sleepeth and must be awaked. They have mouths, but they speak not. I find that in Deuteronomy 5.24 it says, And ye said, Behold, the Lord our God hath showed us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God doth talk with man. 
and he liveth. The Lord speaks. The voice of the Lord. Consider Psalm 29. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Our God speaks. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calf. John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Their gods have no mouth. They cannot speak. Eyes have they, but they see not. But our God, as we find in Second Chronicles 16, 9, sees everything. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose hearts perfect toward him. How about Genesis sixteen thirteen, And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her, Thou God, seest me. Amen. Psalms 33, verse 18, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. Amen. They have ears, but they hear not. Proverbs fifteen twenty nine says, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. Amen. Psalm 34, verse 6. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and yes. saved him out of all his troubles. Yes. How about Psalm 116, verse 1? I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice right. and my supplication. Amen. Noses have they, but they smell not. How about Psalm 18, verse 15? Then the channels of water were seen, and the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. Or Second Corinthians two, fifteen and sixteen, for we are unto God a sweet savour of Christ, Amen. and them that are saved, and to them that perish, yes. to the one we are the savour of death unto death, and to the other the savour of life unto life. Right. They have hands, but they handle not. First Peter five six says, Humble yourselves under the almighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Right. Psalm 89, verse 13. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong is thy hand, and, thy, and high is thy right hand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Feet have they, but they walk not. Psalm 18, verse 9. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and darkness was under his feet. Yes. Or Exodus 24, verses 9 and 10. Then went up Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel. And there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone. The last verse in this short section, neither speak they through their throat. Simply, we have Second Samuel 22, verse 14. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice. We, as we move on to verse 8, they that make them are like unto them, so is everyone that trusteth in them. Those who make such worthless objects are irrational and senseless, just like the objects themselves. Amen. So is everyone that trusteth in them. Yes. Even more vile and irrational than creating such an object is actually that of confiding in it and putting your trust yes. in it. Amen. I want to read Isaiah 44, verses 13 through 20, which describes the carpenter and the man cutting down the tree and using part of it to warm the fire to warm himself with the fire, then using a part of it to bake it the flesh that he may eat. He was doing pretty good at that point. Then he went further 
to make a god out of what, what was left over, even though the god couldn't possibly do anything more for him because he was happy and content, warm and fed at that point. In verses 9 through 16, we see a call to put our trust in the Lord who is mindful of us and will bless us and increase us. We are blessed of the Creator God, and He hath given the earth to us, His children. In verses 17 and 18, in closing, we see the reason to give God more glory, more honor, to worship Him more, to thank Him more, to extol His name more, for we are not like those that die and go into the grave to not sing His praises, but we are chosen to be redeemed and saved by the blood of the Lamb. In life, we know Him and praise Him, on death's doorstep, we will bless his name. In eternity, we shall sing his praises. First Corinthians fifteen fifty five says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Death in the grave will be a lifetime of torture for the unbeliever, those that do not worship the one true God. In a closing passage, we read in Ephesians 4, verse 17 through 24, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over into lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. The psalm closes with three, three words. Praise the Lord. Though the dead cannot, and the wicked shall not, and the unbelieving do not praise God, Yet we shall sing hallelujah and praises to the one true God forever and ever. Give thanks to his name. Amen. Amen.